always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you to just trust God. Just trust him. I was thinking about one time when I took the Hobbs children to a touch tank presentation at our local library. The instructor was showing off sea stars, crabs, lobsters, spider crabs, and horseshoe crabs. It was all this cool sea life. And I could see a bit of apprehensiveness on a couple of the kids' faces. They weren't too keen on touching these strange-looking marine invertebrates. So I knew there was going to be some hesitance, and so did the experienced presenter. So what she did is lifted these creatures up for everybody to see. She touched their legs and assured our audience that, hey, there's nothing to fear. It's going to be okay. And she would repeatedly say, they won't hurt you, see? As the presentation attendees saw her handling these exotic creatures, the tension eased a little bit. Everybody's apprehensiveness turned into excitement. You should have seen Caleb. He was so excited. He was beaming while cradling the horseshoe crab. That was cool, he said with this big grin on his face. There was no anxiousness, squeamishness, or any hint of fearfulness on his face because he believed what the instructor told him. When she said there was nothing to fear, he trusted her. He placed his full confidence in her word. He never would have grabbed hold of that creature, I know, if he had not had assurance that he could handle it without being hurt. If Caleb thought he would be attacked, bitten, or injured by the foreign crab, that cool moment would have never happened, right? It's human nature to shrink away from things that intimidate us. Furthermore, we won't possess the things that we can. We won't hold them in our hands if we don't trust God when he says there's nothing to fear and that we're more than able. I was thinking about something that happened in Numbers chapter 13. God told Moses that he was giving his people the land of Canaan. Remember that? It was their inheritance and he instructed them to send some men to explore the land. And scripture tells us that the Israelite spies came back and reported to Moses and Aaron that they found a wonderful harvest of fruit in this beautiful land flowing with milk and honey. But there were also giants and strong enemies there. Now, that's what scared them. They thought their foes were stronger than them. So they started focusing on their deficiency instead of God's sovereignty, instead of trusting the Lord, telling them that this was the promised land. They got scared. Have you ever done that? You know, the Lord will promise you that he's going to bless you, but you see all of the obstacles, hindrances and, and intimidating factors that make you say, I'm not sure I can do that. When that moment arises, you have to remember who's for you and you have to just trust God rather than focusing on your circumstances. Romans 8:31 asks us, if God be for you, who can be against you? If you don't realize that the Lord has empowered you by his spirit to overcome and you don't trust in his word and his provision and his promises, well, you're going to walk away from your destiny. You see, the enemy already knows that by the power of God, you're more powerful than he is. He knows that. So he tries to scare you out of pursuing what rightfully belongs to you. He tries to hinder you from believing God for greater. He tries to hold you back from walking along the path that leads to your purpose. He can't stop you. So he wants to convince you to stop yourself and forfeit the promise. Terrified members of Israel's exploratory committee in numbers 13 and 31 said, we can't attack these people. They're stronger than we are. They had an inferiority complex and it made them think they were less than when in reality they had the one who's greater than everybody on their side. 
The Bible tells us only two spies, Joshua and Caleb, even believed they could conquer their enemies and possess the land. Thinking about Joshua, remember in Joshua 1 and 2, after Moses had passed away, he had to trust the Lord all over again. God told him, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them. Joshua knew he had some pretty big shoes to fill. Though this young leader remembered that God had once parted the Red Sea for the Israelites under the leadership of Moses, and he was one of the original spies who saw the promised land and believed that he could overcome and conquer it, Joshua still had to believe the Lord would be part of the Jordan River crossing under his leadership. He was in a new role. He had to operate in a different capacity, but the only way to see God move was for Joshua to make a move of faith. He couldn't just talk faith. He had to put some action behind that talk. In verse 3, God said to him, I will give you every place where you set foot as I promised Moses. What an awesome promise that was. While it was exciting, that also meant Joshua had to follow the leading of the Lord and take that step of faith and bring all those folks right along with him. They were about to walk into their place of promise as long as they were willing to act on God's word. That's the key. In Joshua 3.15, we see that it wasn't until the feet of the priest who carried the Ark of the covenant, which was symbolic of the presence of God, touched that water that a miracle occurred. The water stood up in a heap and all of Israel was able to cross on dry land. God did that thing again. Just like he did it for Moses, God honored his promise and did it under the leadership of Joshua. But what if Joshua didn't trust God? What if he was too afraid to have confidence that the Lord had complete control over both the Red Sea and the Jordan River? The Israelites would never have witnessed that miracle that made it possible for them to enter the promised land. Today, you're listening to this podcast because the Lord is challenging you to be like Joshua. Step out in faith. Rest in the promises of God. Refuse to turn around. Expect God to reveal his power in your life. Just trust the Lord. If he healed you before, he can do it again. If he delivered you years ago, he's able to do it in the here and now. If you're facing an obstacle, a setback, or challenge that looks impossible, you've got to remember that there is nothing too hard for him. God still works miracles. The question is not if he's able, but do you trust him? Place your full confidence in the Lord and his faithfulness to fulfill his word. Don't allow the enemy to intimidate, worry, discourage, and distract you. No, focus on God, the one who never fails. When it gets hard, just trust God. You might have to cry sometimes, but believe he'll make a way. Keep on pushing with full assurance that the Lord will perform miracles to help you place your confidence in God. I want to stir up the words that the Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church into your cup of inspiration. They're found in 2 Corinthians 1.10 in the New International Version. In the midst of suffering and persecution, Paul had confidence. He said, he has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again. On him, we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. As you drink down the contents of your cup, set your hope upon the Lord. Know that he's able. I know what you're going through might be difficult. I've been through some difficult challenges in my life, but you can't speak worry. You've got to speak the word. You can't just talk it. You've got to walk it out. Trust God with your whole heart. He never fails. He won't forsake you. He won't leave you desolate. The Lord has both the plan and the power to execute it. So be confident that you will see the work of his hand in your life. 
life. Just trust him. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you for leading them to this podcast today to receive this word so that they will know that they only need to trust you and that you have an amazing plan for their lives. God, they may be facing obstacles, their own Red Sea or Jordan River, where they don't see how things are going to work out for them to get to the other side. But we thank you that you already have a plan. Thank you for manifestation. We praise you for favor and we thank you for the promise that they will possess in due season. In Jesus name, we glorify you. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.